Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, May 5th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodeman. And I'm Tara Bolger. We come to you three times a week and bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we are talking about a passage in Luke. But before we get to our discussion, let us begin with a prayer. Friends, our prayer today comes from Apollonius of Rome and was written in the second century. So let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, give us a measure of thy spirit that we may be enabled to obey thy teaching, to pacify anger, to take part in pity, to moderate desire, to increase love, to put away sorrow, to cast away vainglory, not to be vindictive, not to fear death, ever entrusting our spirit to immortal God, who with thee and the Holy Ghost liveth and reigneth world without end. Amen. Amen. Our scripture comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 25 through 32. Listen for a word from God. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in the presence of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Brett, there is this sense in reading this that Simeon is filled with this kind of deep peace when he um, holds, you know, the child Jesus. What, why does he feel that way? Um, What is happening in this passage? Simeon, I think, is, first of all, this is a story that, like, I had completely forgotten existed in scripture until we, Mm -hmm. until we were, until I was reading about it. But Simeon is, for me, an incredible character in scripture for a couple of reasons. The first is that he doesn't seem to have any sort of religious office. Um, mm-hmm. You know, at this at this point, religious offices are a huge thing. You have prophet, you have priest, you have Pharisee, you have you have all these roles um, to be someone who was uh, intimately involved with with God, there was like a specific office for you. And Simeon seems to have none of those. He's just a hanger outer in the He's just a hanger outer. Uh, and, and someone who being a regular hanger outer, someone who has incredible hope in the midst of pain. Mm. Israel right now, things are not well. They are occupied by Rome. Um, he's in Jerusalem. It's not great socioeconomically. Um, they are looking for a Messiah, but they've been looking for a Messiah for hundreds of years. Um, Mm -hmm. But he is one who has uh, incredible hope. And and for him, that ends up being fulfilled uh, and and holding the the child, the baby, 
of, of Jesus Christ. And in doing that, peace c- comes over him. But I just think he's this incredible example uh, of, of what of what hope looks like in the midst of difficulties. And as we read on Monday, it is through this hope and this prophecy that he gives that then leads to something that com- helps to change the world. It's, it's his words that are used in Acts uh, by Paul uh, for the Gentiles to know God. I love it too because he certainly has hope, but he also has this expectation. He believes what the Holy Spirit told him, mm. that he would get to see the Lord's Messiah. And I also love because Simeon recognizes that the Messiah is going to open up. Uh, There's going to be a light for the whole world, for all the Gentiles. So for me, it's almost like what I love about it is Simeon isn't like, finally, I can see the Messiah so that I know that Israel will be redeemed. It's bigger than that. Simeon is Mm. like, I got to see the Messiah who is going to be a light to all the Gentiles that will be, you know, bring glory um, to Israel, certainly, but will open up all of faith. And I think that's really beautiful because it makes it not just about Simeon. It makes it, it's his hope for the whole world. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, a, that's a fantastic point. His, this devotion, you know, we talked about kind of endurance on Monday, this devotion that he's, that he has hoped for and been faithful for and prayed about and trusted his whole life. It doesn't say how old Simeon is, but we know he was, a man, so he was older, uh, but this is something that he had been looking forward to for years. You know, mm-hmm. I just think so often in our lives we look forward to things for like a month, and if it doesn't come to fruition in that, it's like just... me the first time I prayed. Well, I tried that. <laughs> I tried that. Done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. But in this continual faith, in this, uh, in in this spirit of of perseverance that when he has this experience of God, it is so expansive, it pours out in song, uh, that and it reaches beyond just his own faith. Yeah, I also want to point out the descriptor, right? So Simeon is described as being righteous and devout. Mm-hmm. That would make me think then that to be righteous and devout is to always have hope and to always have an expectation that God will act in the world. And for me, that guards against bitterness, Hmm. right? That it's not happening quick enough, that it's not happening the way I thought. If I go to my grave with hope in my heart and an expectation that God is working the world, I think that's a success. Absolutely. You know, I was just just reading up about specifically that word that's used for righteous. It's, uh, oh no, it starts with a D. Dikaiami. Kyle. Anyways, nobody knows. Nobody. Anyone. I know. I should have just said it confidently. <laughs> the Greek uh, word for righteous. It's a Greek word for righteous, but it's it's like it's it's a it's a godly righteousness. It's a, it can be translated as righteous, righteousness, or justice, or justness, um, and it's a divine action. And so again, things aren't great in Jerusalem, um, but it's holding on to that divine righteousness, not his own righteousness. Uh, And I think that's an important distinction. It's not this personal, um, you know, moral piety. It's, It's a divine righteousness that leads him to that point. So when I read righteousness, I don't automatically go to the Greek, but what I think of is that Simeon was someone who was in right relationship with God. Mm -hmm. He knew what was God's work and he knew what was his work. And so I love the idea that Simeon knew um, that it was God who was going to call the Messiah into the world, and he should be faithful 
until then. That's kind of how I read that. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. I always feel like I need to redefine righteous because for me growing up, righteousness was like, don't swear. <laughs> like, oh, like, well, then I'm in trouble, <laughs> yeah. dear listener. Uh, and, and I think for some people that that is kind of what we righteousness gets boiled down to, but it's not. It is, it is a cosmic idea, mm-hmm. uh, both interpersonal, intrapersonal uh, of, of God uh, coming into the world. Yeah, if I am living my life in right relationship with God, that means that I recognize who God is. I work for God's will to be done in my life, mm-hmm. try to be open and work for that where it is. And I realize that I am both God's beloved creation and a sinful creature. And if I can live my life with that in mind, I think I come closer to what I'm supposed to be. To close us out, we are going to look at a quote from author Jane Austen from her book, Sense and Sensibility. She says, to wish was to hope and to hope was to expect. Friends, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that you will come back. And if you have a chance, tell a friend about the podcast so that we can um, have more listeners and hopefully have more people growing closer to our Lord Jesus Christ. Now may you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you. Amen. Amen.